If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the sandbox listeners, we are back with some week four impressions. Lou's back. Stuff went down, man. I'm back. <laughs> we were at the tank this Sunday. We hung yes, out. Sir. We watched some football. We had some good times. Uh, Kevin and me got a little physical. <laughs> it was all in love. And all and that's passion. without even versing each other in fantasy. So I know. That's true. God only knows what will happen. But, Lou, I'm sorry. I know. Guys, I, 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 put up, I put up probably the best fantasy week I could have possibly put yeah, up against one, Lou this week. 168. Yeah. Cause that, once Derek. again, the, the high scorer strikes Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. that's what it is, bro. <laughs> the clock strikes two. And the high score strikes Lou. <laughs> All right, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> All right, guys, we're here with our week four impressions. We got a lot to talk about, a lot coming this week. And some big sense of sandbox news going on behind the scenes. So we'll definitely get you guys all caught up um, real soon. But to jump in with these impressions, guys, I feel like there were a decent amount of upsets that I wanted to talk about um, for the yeah. week. And to start that off, the Jets got their first win. Against, you know, a receiverless Titans team. But Wilson got, you know, his first win. I think, you know, that's that has to do a, a lot of, you know, the poor defense for the Titans. And, and probably, you know, a couple of bad coaching calls here and there. Because there's no reason why, you know, the, the Titans shouldn't be able to handle the Jets with ease. I mean, th- this could possibly be one of, one of, like, their only wins this season. Love the Jets, T. Yeah, look, I think they sacked Tannehill, like, six times. Yeah, seriously. Six times, at least. Uh, yeah, they're a mess. The Titans have the worst O-line in the division, and it's not even close. And they're just really bad. And Banged up. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to the Titans. I feel like like three seasons ago, they were a defensive-heavy team. And yeah. people were like, oh, can this team put up points? And now it's the opposite. It's like they give up 40 points a game. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Losing to the Jets is embarrassing, especially when you have Derrick Henry. Like If you have Derrick Henry alone, you should beat the New York Jets. But it's what it is, man. They're giving the Colts... You know, a slight window to to make a run for the division. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah, we'll we'll see. The the Colts had a had a big game, but but we'll get to that in, in a little bit because we still want to talk about some upsets. And I don't know if you guys considered this game an upset or not, but um, I definitely thought it was with with the direction this team was heading. And in the Giants beating the Saints, I thought that that was um a huge upset with the Giants. You know, being winless, they were probably due for a win with some of the matchups that they had. But you know. A big game for Saquon, and then the game going into OT and Daniel Jones, you know, handling um, himself pretty well. Lou, you think the Giants can catch some momentum off of this? Do you think they're a better team than the Saints? Like, like how, how do you feel? Yeah, I think they're a better team than the Saints, for sure. I, Me too. I think Daniel Jones had his biggest win as a pro. Uh, he's on his best string of stats, period. Yeah, I mean, he's he only, just getting better. Only one into. Yeah, yeah he's That's just getting true. better. That's it. Like, they're coming along. Saquon's getting healthy. The defense looks great. I mean, the Saints' offense is in and out. Yeah, absolutely. But we've seen a heavy heavy def- uh, defensively loaded Pats team couldn't slow them down, but the Giants could. So, I think everything's trending up. Kev, you got to be a little excited uh, as a Kenny Galladay fantasy owner there. Yeah, good week for Galladay. <laughs> Hopefully, he can keep it up. He's been a scrub up until this point, so. <laughs> no, I guess so. Oh, wait. I forgot. Let's just jump into this game and get it over with because I want another bet. Oh, Kev gave me nine points for the Pats box game. I did. Ah. <laughs> I did. 
And you know what? I'm going to own that one on the chest because I was saying it to a lot of people. I, I said to Matt, that was the lock of the century. I think I might have lost Matt, you know, some money. Um, <laughs> but, but it is what it is. I mean, that's on, you know, that's just, shit I told what are you going to do? Bad weather. Game didn't go as expected. Brady, no touchdown. Knew the Bucks were going to win either way, though. Next Sunday, Pete's on camera. Listen, Lou, I will t- Listen, but- listen, this is what I will say in the lock. <laughs> all right? This listen is the new here. Of the week. Listen <laughs> here. This is the absolute lock. This is an absolute. This is the lock of all locks, Lou, I'm telling you. This lock. <laughs> like, you can't just use any old master key to unlock this lock. This is a lock. The Bills, what are they, plus three? Against Kansas City, lock. They win it by seven plus at least. Do they, Get out of here. Do they need the three points to win? No! <laughs> no! We'll give them the three points. How's that? They can. The Chiefs can start the game off 3 nothing. There you go, Kansas City. Merry early Christmas. Wow. Now, that, that's mad funny, and that definitely um, ha- had to be mentioned. And I, I was thinking we were going to get a 40-point you know, fantasy performance nope. from Brady that night. But you know, I guess I guess Belichick always kind of gets the upper hand, especially when you had you know that quarterback for 18 years. I feel like you could definitely pick up you know all his strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. after all that time. Another game. I don't know if you guys are gonna consider an upset because of the way the team has started off and is playing this year. But it hasn't happened in four seasons. The Cardinals beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. So so ever, since McVay has been the coach, this is the first time um, that they actually lost to the Rams. Just wanted to know if you guys thought that that was an upset, especially where you know the the Rams are coming off of just beating a Bucks team, you know, defending Super Bowl champs, or if it's just you know the the Cardinals are debatably one of the best teams in football. I don't think it's a huge upset. I just think that it's it means so much. Yeah. Like you said, like that's it's so impactful, and now they have the lead in the division on everybody. You know what I mean? Seattle's two and two, San Fran's two and two, and then it's just the Rams and Arizona's defense is legit. Like that was the big the big hole in it. You know what I mean? Even though we didn't love their running game last season or this season, but I mean they're a stable football team. What can you yeah. say? Kingsbury is he's doing his thing, and so is Kyler. I mean, having Chandler Jones average three sacks a game doesn't hurt, but. Yeah. But they have J.J. Watt. That must be the deciding factor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat with you, Lou. I, I don't know if I would call it an upset. I thought the Rams were going to win. I mean, I've been preaching the Rams 17-0. and um, So I thought the Rams were going to win. I wasn't sure how Kylo was going to, you know, react to that Rams defense. I mean, realistically, he hasn't. I mean, obviously last year, but that's the best defense that he's going to face all season and probably in his career. So I wanted to see how he would play against them, and he delivered. And their offense is lethal, very lethal. AJ Green making a comeback, love that too. Old <laughs> Calamine has pick up of the week. Um, and like Lou said, their defense is solid. The first couple of weeks, you know, I, I said on the on the show, I wasn't sure if their defense would hold up, but their defense is holding up as of lately. So, gotta tap my uh, gotta tip my cap to the Cardinals. And those were those were you know all the upsets that that I, I thought we had to cover, but I thought that there were a lot of close games too. Um, and we could start off with this one because Kev has a lot of interesting things to say about the Chiefs this week. But their whole this whole game, you know, the Eagles were in the game up until the fourth mm-hmm. quarter with, with the Chiefs. And what's going on with them? Kev thinks the magic's done. They're still scoring points. They're still putting up numbers. But they're, they're struggling to do it. Yeah. So, first of all, their defense is horrendous. Absolutely awful. Possibly up there with the worst defense in the league. Second of all... And I know I hate on the guy, but this is not me hating on the guy this year. 
Patrick Mahomes is making some very questionable throws. And I understand that a lot of the picks he's throwing are bouncing off guys' hands, but he's throwing into a lot of traffic. He's, you know, pulling that fall to the ground, just throwing it up, hoping Tyreek's there type of throws. And I'm not saying that's, you know, I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes isn't still the best or one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm not saying he's regressing at all. I'm just saying this season, I think the protection's a little down in Kansas City, which is forcing Mahomes to kind of get out of his comfort zone that he's been in for, you know, his first three seasons in the NFL. So I think the magic's rubbing off a little bit, but I also think their defense is just so bad. I mean, the NFL isn't the same NFL it was three years ago. Like, there's teams in the league that can outscore the Chiefs. So if the Chiefs' defense can't stop anybody, they're not that team anymore that can go in. You know what I mean? Like, especially when you get to a Super Bowl, if you're playing a— you know, Tampa Bay, like last year, and Arizona, a Rams team. Like, those are teams that are going to come in and put up 27 points plus every game. You know what I mean? And have good defenses. So if you can't stop anybody, this isn't the same This isn't the same team it was three years ago where you could just go in and run the score up on people. Like, it's just not how the NFL is anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, it, I think a lot of it is they did lose some pieces. I mean, I think their defense has been overrated since day one. Like, Tyron Matthews not a top three safety on the planet. I, I don't even think he's close. Uh, but no, Mahomes, I think it's a little bit of getting figured out. I mean, you can only do the same thing so many times. But at the end of the day, he's getting pressured. They're not running the football great. And I think just the standard we hold them to is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we expect them to have two losses on the season, period. So the fact that they have two already is, like, shocking. I don't know. I'm not too worried about them. But I think the days of them being the powerhouse favorite, in the AFC, I, I just think are over. I think it's too competitive and it's too close. As Kev's, as Kev's as I'm yawning. But a team that I think might be up and coming. And, and Kev, we, we were talking um some Bengals talk earlier today. The Jags and the Bengals played a pretty decent game. And that's two that's two, three decent games in a row on Thursday night football. So gotta love that. Definitely wish, you know, the Sunday, Monday night games didn't go the same way. But you know, this was a close game. Obviously, the Jags are in a horrible direction right now with Urban Meyer, you know, being caught out at, at a bar and the team not having trust in him. It just looks like another scenario for Jacksonville to blow up and start over again next year, which is a shame because they really can't find a head coach to pick. But the Bengals seem like they're on the up and up being 3-1. and one. Kev, I know you like the Bengals. Yeah, I do. Did I see them being, you know, top of the division this year? Not necessarily. Am I still you know, questionable about them. Yeah. I mean, they're three and one, they're playing good, but at the same time, I just think they've had some fairly favorable matchups this early in the season. Um, they're definitely winning close games, which I think is a thing that the Bengals haven't done, you know, in quite some time is when is, is put away those games that teams that you're notoriously known for being able to beat like the Jacksonville Jaguars teams like that. You know what I mean? So I think they're getting better in that aspect. But I'm still not sold on them as as becoming the AFC North champions or anything like that. I think they'll still finish, you know, maybe a little bit higher than 500, you know, 10 wins, something like that. But yeah, I mean, the the Bengals are what they are right now. There's not really much I can say about them. Like they just, they're, they're, they're underachievers overachieving right now, I feel like is what they are. Yeah, I feel the same. They're way. young. They're so young. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really are. I think the late game wins is a good sign though. I think Burrow's like just gutted in his DNA. Like he's just good at the end of games and, and he can will them to wins but yeah I don't trust the defense at all and they've played some pretty piss poor offenses and where they played so far the Steelers the the Jaguars the Vikings are yep. the best the Vikings are the best offense they've played so far and they won that on 
kind of a suspect fumble call. So yeah. I like them. I think they're up for the future. I definitely like them more than the Steelers at the moment. Yeah, but, the, Steelers, the Steelers are a mess. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> but a game that I thought was one of the better games of the week had, had a lot of points in it. The, the Cowboys and the Panthers. Uh, so now with both of these two teams being 3-1, and one, um, it, re- it really, you know, gets you thinking about how good, you know, is this Cowboys offense really in. You know, what happens to the Panthers when they're playing against other competitive teams, you know, around the NFL? We know that defense is good. Um, but the wide receiver group for the Cowboys is just better. And, and you know, Zeke is an above average um, running back. So uh, de- definitely, you know, interesting to see what happens with the Panthers there and, and going forward. But um, that definitely was a big win for the Cowboys. Yeah, I thought it was a really good game. I thought Dallas was going to win. I like them better than the Panthers. I, I think the Panthers' defense is much better, obviously. But just being able to have that quarterback, like I, I think Dak's a, a, a top five to seven guy in the league, and I, I think Donald's maybe 15th at best. Are you impressed with his play with Lou? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think this is the guy we, we could have seen in New York, but I just don't think he's a top guy. I think he's a good quarterback that can kind of, you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. can give you wins, but he needs things around him to go well. And think- I just think you saw versus Dallas a He's not. He's never going to be on an offense that's going to be a top five offense in the yeah. league. I don't see it. You think the Jets lost the trade at this point? Yeah, for sure. I think it's. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I'm the same way. You know, as I, as I was with the with the Bengals with the um with the Panthers. I think they are what they are right now. Hot start. You know, some close games that went their way, but I do think that they could finish second in that division, though. I will say that. I think they could finish over the Saints and the Falcons. And I think they could give the the Bucks a run for their money, depending on, you know, where we are, you know, like five, six weeks from now. You know what I mean? But I don't see them as, like, a Super Bowl contender or anything like that. I think they're a, you know, if not a division winner, maybe a wild card team. But, I mean, Sam Donald's playing good. Pretty sure he leads the league in Russian touchdowns Russian right touchdowns, now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. And, and Lou's right. I mean, this is the guy that I think – Everyone was waiting to see in New York, but New York's New York, and that's what happens when New York drafts you. you know I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you never get to leave. Sam Donald got a second chance at life, so good for him. DJ Moore's playing unreal. Robbie Anderson, and obviously when McCaffrey's back, their offense is only going to get better. So they could they could be a team to watch come you know mid December. Kev Lou, how did the Bears make it to two and two? Defense. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like that's purely it. I, I don't I, I mean I honestly thought the Lions were gonna give him a spanking. And I don't think the Lions are great, but like I just thought the Bears were like that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they are that bad. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, that, that game that game was, was definitely interesting. But Lou, let's take this to the Colts now and they had a, a close game with Miami for for a decent chunk of it and I got to be honest, I think that the clear difference there was Jonathan Taylor in the Definitely. game. I mean, him running all over the yard. I don't think Miami's defense is a, is a horrible unit either. Um, they don't probably don't get complimented well enough because of, you know, the offensive scenario. But Brissett doesn't look good in that offense, and, and two is not going to look any better. So I think Miami really does need to start considering other options in the future at the quarterback position. Definitely. Honestly, the biggest thing for me was the defense looked great. They took the ball away, and when Wentz needed to make a big play, he made it. When they came down and they scored that touchdown, Miami, and then we got the ball back, I think he made it. It was a 40-yard pass down the field to, to give us that third uh, that conversion on third down, which 
basically sealed the game. That's the stuff I want to see from him. Mm-hmm. Where it's he's good on third down. He's not throwing the ball away a ton. He was he he threw great on the run yes uh, on Sunday. I I thought he looked really good. It's just you you have to get more action there. I mean, I just the weapons have to get more separation. And Miami has good corners, so I thought it was a good win overall. But still, going to put up more points and and when sure. needs to throw the ball more. I I just don't think he's throwing it far enough. For sure. What's it, that's the AFC South, right? The <laughs> yes. Worst division in football. Oh man, this year so oh, far. Man. Oh, this year, yeah. This yeah, year this so year, far. Yeah. This year so oh, yeah. far. Worst division in football. Kept bringing the smoke today. No, it's no offense. Well, we, you're we, not wrong. We could take it to one of the better divisions in football, and that's the NFC West. And with the Seahawks win. The Niners and the Hawks are both two and two, and we we obviously were talking about the results um, between the Cardinals and the Panthers. But we have some more division matchups, you know, upcoming this week. What do we think about the Niners and the Hawks both being two and two? Do you guys think that there's a team that's like head and toe much better than the other? I mean, I know Russ is obviously a big difference between the two teams, but you know the the Niners' defensive unit is kind of banged up like they don't have much of a secondary yeah. that that we thought that they were going to be able to lean on at the beginning of the year i like san fran by a slim margin by a hair yeah i would see say. i'm the opposite i think it's so close that i'm going to give the nod to seattle just because they have russ it's tough it's just how much can the dude do you yeah. know at the end of the day i like san fran but they definitely have the most overrated secondary in the game like they, it, it's like decimal <laughs> it's like a free-for-all yeah all right in the last division that we wanted to talk about is the ASC North. So the two very teams. Very competitive right now. Yeah, very competitive. But I want to know if the Steelers can recover, especially after the Ravens are starting to take stride with a big road win. I, I think going into Denver and getting a road win is huge. Luke can, t- Luke can elaborate a little Gigantic. bit on, on that. <laughs> the, you don't come in the no-fly <laughs> Going back to the Peyton yeah, days. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Pittsburgh's recovering. Just no? because, well, just because the Browns and the Ravens are both 3-1, and one, right? I think the Bengals will fall off. The Bengals will fall off. Do you think they'll still be better than the Steelers? I think I think there can come a point in the season where the Steelers could could go ahead of them in, in the ratings. Ooh, but spicy. again, you're already two games behind of your two biggest division opponents, the Ravens and the Browns, right? They're three and one, you're one and three. So you have to go on a hot streak and hope that they drop a couple games that realistically they're probably not gonna drop. You know what I mean? And that's a big hole to be in this early in the season when you're the Steelers because both teams you know, like you said, the Ravens are hitting stride. Probably the best they've played all season right right now so far. And the Browns, yeah, they're up and down. But you know, the Browns are going to be flirting with ten wins, if not more. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why they it's such, that's why it's so huge for Pittsburgh to be one and three right now. And then again, even with the Bengals, even if they do drop a couple games, they're still going to be right there with the Steelers. So yeah, Lou, if you're the Ravens, you you make, you make that run call at the end of the game to go for the record. That's so tough. I do. That's so tough. 43 in a row, that's a lot. 43 games in a row of 100 yards. Oh, that's what the record was? Yeah. yeah. They oh, just they no. just broke the record. No, yeah, no. I mean, I not that I think it, it's that big of a deal, but I think that sets a bad precedent where it's like, that was your priority in that game, and it's like, your priority, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel but they like had teams, the game won. But I feel it like teams like the, that consistently win... And like are have Super Bowl aspirations, don't care about stuff like that. Like not to bring it to Belichick, but like 
That's the perfect example of like he wouldn't give a shit yeah, about, about any of that. Like I, I think it is also it is extremely disrespectful. Like you gotta show them some respect. It's not like it's a rival. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like the, the Giants ran it on the Cowboys or well, vice versa. I feel like that kind that's kind of why, you know, they, they made the decision. I feel like if they did that like against like the Steelers, like that would have just set them up for failure for the next time they played the Steelers. Because like Definitely. they would they would just would have been brawls, you know? Where Denver's a team where like they probably won't see for another like four or five years. I like it. I feel honestly. like that's kind. Of, no, I mean I, I, like it. I, I don't think it's it's right for the locker room. I understand why they did it. I don't think it should be a priority. And what if Lamar got hurt on a play like that? Yes. Then then like that's that's some like serious like lose your job type stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that was a big gamble. But I don't know. I mean, if it was if it was Tom Brady and Tom Brady needed three hundred and seventy yards and he was at three fifty and there was like a minute left in the game, like I think they'll probably pass for twenty yards there. So I guess I guess, you know, just running the ball is just a little bit more of a disrespectful action, you know? Yeah, it just it doesn't bother me too much. It's just like why like it's a racket dude. Yeah, like yeah. Like if they if they like if they don't win the division and they don't go to the least AFC championship, like, no one's going to remember it. True, true. Well, guys, those were our week four impressions. We're moving on to week five. We're about to give you our first in-season power rankings. The last time you guys heard those, it was before the season. So it's time to hear what our thoughts are before um, the next four weeks. It's about to get real spicy. I know I'm going to hate Kev's list, uh, especially especially with his Buffalo aspirations. But, guys, also make sure to check out our fantasy rankings for the week. Week five is approaching. You know, this is some make or, make or break time for, for some teams, especially if you're 1-3, and 0-4. Oh but, guys, make sure you leave us that five-star review. Go over to our website, sincethesandbox.net, or leave that on Apple Podcast. We out. See you later. I got KC low, though, too. I don't even got him in mind. He's crazy. Yeah. The best quarterback in football. He don't have him in their rankings. Oh, Josh Allen's <laughs> up there, but... <laughs> Josh Allen's oh, in there, trust yeah. me. Um, he won, though. All right. All right, impressions. Anyone want the impressions? Kev, you want an intro? You haven't got an intro in a little bit. I'll do the power rankings intro because okay. I'm going to introduce how ESPN said that the Bills are number one. But, but you, you go from 10 to – we're going to do 10 to 5 and then we'll do – well, 10 to 6 and then 5 to 1 for that. Oh, yeah, true. Well, either way, I'll take the power ranking. Then. Yeah, that's fine. But, yeah. So Lou, do you want this one? You want yeah, sure. 